Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everybody. Today is May 7th, and so we're going to get into Proverbs chapter 7 together. We're going to read it in the ESV and then in the message version. Um, just on the front end, as we get into this proverb, it talks a lot about an adulterous woman. Um, but for the sake of today, I'm actually seeing this adulterous woman, this seductress, as just any sin, any temptation that we have during our lives. Um, So as you read this, as you listen to it, I hope that that's kind of a helpful paradigm for you to have as well. It says in verse one of ESV, my son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers and write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister and call insight your intimate friend to keep you from the forbidden woman and from the adulteress with her smooth words. For at the window of my house, I have looked out through my lattice and I have seen among the simple. I have perceived among the youths a young man lacking sense, passing along the street near her corner, taking the road to her house in the twilight in the evening at the time of night in darkness. And behold, the woman meets him, dressed as a prostitute, wily of heart. She is loud and wayward. Her feet do not stay at home. Now in the street, now in the market, and at every corner she lies in wait. She seizes him and kisses him, and with bold face she says to him, I had to offer sacrifices, and today I have paid my vows, so now I have come out to meet you, to seek you eagerly, and I have found you. I have spread my couch with coverings, colored linens from Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love till morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He took a bag of money with him. At full moon, he will come home. With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. All at once, he follows her. As an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a stag is caught fast till an arrow pierces its liver, as a bird rushes into a snare, he does not know that it will cost him his life. And now, O sons, listen to me, and be attentive to the words of my mouth. Let not your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths. For many a victim has she laid low, and all her slain are a mighty throng. Her house is the way to Sheol, going down to the chambers of death. And then in the message version, that same proverb says, Dear friend, do what I tell you. Treasure my careful instructions. Do what I say, and you'll live well. My teaching is as precious as your eyesight. Guard it. Write it out on the back of your hands. Etch it on the chambers of your heart. Talk to wisdom as to a sister. Treat insight as your companion. They'll be with you to fend off the temptress, that smooth-talking, honey-tongued seductress. As I stood at the window of my house, looking out through the shutters, watching the mindless crowd stroll by, I spotted a young man without any sense, arriving at the corner of the street where she lived, then turning up the path to her house. It was dusk, the evening coming on, the darkness thickening into night. Just then, a woman met him. She'd been lying in wait for him, dressed to seduce him. Brazen and brass she was, restless and roaming, never at home. Walking the streets, loitering in the mall, hanging out at every corner in town, she threw her arms around him and kissed him, boldly took his arm and said, I've got all the makings for a feast. Today I made my offerings, my vows are all paid, so now I've come to find you, hoping to catch sight of your face, and here you are. I've spread fresh, clean sheets on my bed, colorful, imported linens. My bed is aromatic with spice. 
spices and exotic fragrances. Come, let's make love all night. Spend the night in ecstatic lovemaking. My husband's not home. He's away on business. He won't be back for a month. Soon she has him eating out of her hand, bewitched by her honeyed speech. Before you know it, he's trotting behind her like a calf led to the butcher shop, like a stag lured into ambush and then shot with an arrow, like a bird flying into a net, not knowing that its flying life is over. So friends, listen to me. Take these words of mine most seriously. Don't fool around with a woman like that. Don't even stroll through her neighborhood. Countless victims come under her spell. She's the death of many a poor man. She runs a halfway house to hell, fits you out with a shroud and a coffin. Now, if it were only a matter of our agenda, I wonder how much less we would stumble. If there were no evil one prowling like a lion, as Peter says, we might not have to be as guarded. But these verses in Proverbs 7 show us how and why we must stay alert to temptation. The message says that sin is restless and roaming, lying in wait, dressed to seduce. And then at the very end, he says, friends, listen to me. Take these words of mine most seriously. Don't fool around with a woman like that. Don't even stroll through her neighborhood. Countless victims come under her spell. She's the death of many a poor man. She runs a halfway house to hell and fits you out with a shroud and a coffin. There is no life in sin. Temptation is all talk and no substance. It never delivers on any of the things that it guarantees. Why these warning proverbs? Because we need to be reminded again and again that we have a tendency to wander and we have a tendency to think that we know better, that we can think wisely on our own, that we can choose the right path unassisted. But we would do better to treat wisdom like the most valuable thing we have and to rely on it completely to reverence our ability to host his presence as the most precious thing we have ever been given. Rather than going as close to the house of sin as possible, seeing how much we can handle, we are encouraged to run the other direction, to be so tied to wisdom and insight that we cannot forfeit our identity for a momentary experience. The message says to etch truth on the chambers of your heart, to etch Jesus on the chambers of your heart, to tell wisdom and insight they are your family. You have their DNA in you, and you are made not for temptation, but for life. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. I think this proverb is so interesting because um, it's, it's got so many parallels and so many meanings in it. But as I was reading it today, I was just reminded of um, a talk in college that our college pastor used to give. And it was always really good, but it was the first time I had seen it like this. Um, he was talking about purity and, and he would say, um, rather than seeing how far you can get, why not see how close you can stay to Jesus and how pure you can actually make your lives? And it was such a different paradigm for me. And it helped me as I, as I wanted to host the presence of God in my own life. And even today, it's not how many things of the world and how many things outside of Jesus can I fit in, how many secular things can I make my life revolve around, but how do I actually make my life and orient my life around hosting the presence of Jesus? And I love that in this, we're encouraged to call wisdom our sister, because if, if you're family with something, you don't go against family. You love it. You cherish it. And if we know that we're family with Jesus, then why would we purposefully do things that grieve his heart? 
And I love the encouragement to stay far away from temptation, to not even go near it. I don't think we ever graduate out of our susceptibility. In fact, later on in the New Testament, it talks about being careful to hate even the garment that's stained by the flesh and to also be careful because we might fall as well. And that involves a level of humility and self-awareness. And so I just want to encourage you today as you look through the choices you're making and the day that you have just saying like oh lord how how have i gone close to the woman's house that is folly and seductive to my heart and how do i stay far away from that today maybe it would just be fasting social media or fasting watching your favorite show whatever it is that the lord might lay on your heart i i just wonder as we give up different things to learn to host his presence more how much more fulfilling those things actually prove to be um So I hope that that encourages you today and we will be back here tomorrow for Proverbs chapter eight, which is one of my favorite Proverbs. Have a great day.